This episode of Grow Getters is brought to you by the Grow Getters Growth Hacks newsletter. Subscribe at growgetterspodcast.com for your monthly fix of hands-on hacks for business babes. Hey, you gorgeous things. Welcome to Grow Getters, the future skills podcast for smart women in business. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will arm you with all the freshest tools, tips, and hands-on hacks to make sure your business or career stays ahead of the game. And today, as always, you're chatting with your Grow Getters hosts, Tanya Gama, that's me, and Tiffany Hart. Hello, hello. Coming up in today's episode, we'll be looking into pitching and how you can do it super, super well. Whether you own your own business or startup, or you're looking to apply for a new job, or even just pitch an idea in your workplace, the methods we will go through together today will hopefully prepare you to reach your goal. So just to start off with, there are numerous ways to pitch an idea, of course, but we want to help you nail it. And in actual fact, everything we do starts with a pitch. Today, we'll focus on a single formula that tens of thousands of startups have used successfully to both win customers and gain investment over the past 10 or so years. And you can use this formula now and adapt it to your own specific goal. But before we get stuck into it, Tiff, tell me, what's inspired you this week? Oh, so Tanya, um, what I'd like to share this week is uh, it's called The Six Minute Diary. And my brother, who lives in New Zealand, originally sent it to me for my birthday last year. And, you know, how you get books and things, you know, it sat on the shelf for the last nine months. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, I never opened it. And just the sheer fact of thinking about journaling scared the bejeebus out of me. So I just left it there. Sorry, Ellie. And then as I was cleaning up the office before New Year's, I discovered this book again. And it's a really super clean and visual way to help you structure your day and start journaling. And it kind of helps you get into the rhythm of journaling and what the kind of core things you can think about for journaling and not just writing down, oh, my day was like this, but it helps you structure your day in two parts. So it gives you a morning routine and an evening routine. So you start off with your morning routine and it's a simple sentence or a paragraph and it gets you to write down three things you're grateful for or one thing plus three reasons that you're grateful for this. And then it asks you to uh, go on to how are you going to make your day great? And then it prompts you to focus on opportunities and possibilities that's going to make your day great. And then finally, it gets you to focus on a positive affirmation. So um, I know it sounds a bit woo-woo, <laughs> <laughs> but it just it makes you picture how you're going to see yourself today and in the future. And the whole morning routine should take you no more than five minutes. And it encourages you to do this as you wake up in the morning. So I have done it for the last couple of days before recording this episode. And uh, I did it once when waking up. And then I also did it around the breakfast table while I was kind of preparing myself for the day. And then at the end of the day, it gets you to go through an evening routine. So the book helps you to reflect and set yourself up for a better day the following day. So the first question is, what was your good deed for today? Very mm. often, we don't reflect on those things. Oh, we just I kind like of that. process nice. through and then day by day merges into one. And then what did you perform um, as a good deed? You know, what kind of small act of kindness did you do to make someone else happy today? And um, this is a consistent question each night. So I think it really helps us to strive to do one good deed a day. And then uh, this question is followed by a question called, 
is there a room for improvement? Because, you know, as we all do and all of us want to improve and grow and develop constantly, it gives us time to think about what was one thing we learned today? What opportunity did we see for improvement? And then the final question in your evening routine is what was the moment of happiness today? What was your, you know, your joyful moment today? And hopefully each day is filled with small moments of joy and happiness and success. We hope. And this book asks you to meet every single one of these moments with your eyes wide open and to seize these joy bubbles. Oh, that sounds lovely. Yeah. So it's a really beautiful six minute diary. And for me, I'm not really a journaler, um, but I've really enjoyed using it in the morning, in the afternoon or the evening. And it's jam packed, filled with weekly challenges and really nice, inspiring quotes. And um, yeah, I really, really like it. So we'll have a link to this book in our show notes. Oh, it sounds great. And is it six minutes all up or six minutes in the morning and six minutes before bed? I think it should be six minutes all up. Okay. But actually, I mean, it takes me a little longer to think about these <laughs> questions. I'm sure once we get in the kind of, what is the word again? In the flow. Flow. <laughs> It sounds a bit like um, a gratitude journal, but a little bit more than that mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And I like how it, it sounds cool that it actually prepares your mindset for the following day as well. I think that's nice. Yeah, I think that it helps us really not nice. to kind of just roll through life and then, oh, my God, the year's gone. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think that's wonderful. Thanks for sharing. My pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> my, um, well, I, I probably, I'm reluctant to call it inspiration, but something that I've watched this week and absolutely binge watched this week, so the whole series, um, is a really fantastic TV show that has been developed actually by Apple, um, the company Apple, as we know. And it's been produced by Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston, who are incidentally the two stars of the show. Mm -hmm. In Australia, it's called Morning Wars, but everywhere else in the world, it's called The Morning Show. And oh my gosh, this is one of the best produced shows I've seen in a long time. And it essentially, it's set in a kind of morning television program. And uh, one of the main anchors or the co-host has been accused of uh, sexual misconduct. So he's been fired by um, the fictitious channel is called UBA, but I guess it's kind of like NBC. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then it goes through all of the players in this whole scandal. But the cool thing is it's not just about Me Too and this scandal. It's probably one of the most insightful programs or films that I've seen, which really unpacks the way corporate life works Mm -hmm. and how political it can be and how power works in these massive corporations and how there's always casualties and then there's the power players. So the main theme is around Me Too mm-hmm. and about women's role um, in this kind of organisation and this kind of structure. But it touches on so many other different themes like even the power struggles between women and intergenerational conflict. Wow. It's really fascinating and, I mean, the sad part is – I think most people have had a twinge of experience if you've worked in the corporate world or in your time that you've experienced some of these things. So it did hit home for me a little bit in some of yeah past work that I've done before. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Not, all, I think all of us. No naming names. No, 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 all of us. <laughs> 
But um, I really, I recommend it strongly. It's really a fantastic, fantastic, well-written show. Super. Cool. I really want to watch it. And very empowering for women, importantly. Super. Alrighty. So let's get down to business. Let's dive into the nitty gritty of pitching. And why would you even want to know about this topic? Well, Pitching actually is essential for most of the things that we do in life. And whether you're looking to pimp your own personal brand or pitch your own business idea to receive investment or you own your own business and you're looking to attract customers, nailing the art of the pitch can make or break whatever you're setting out to achieve. According to Cambridge Dictionary, a pitch is a speech or an act that attempts to persuade someone to buy or do something. So let's start from the beginning. Have you ever had an idea for something like a product or a business that you've wanted to create or improve, but instead of sharing your ideas with others like friends or co-workers, you just kept the idea to yourself because the thought of having to pitch it felt icky and salesy. Many of us who are creative problem solvers feel this way. Since pitching doesn't normally come naturally to most of us, we leave it up to the CEOs or the managing directors or those salespeople to do the hard work or to do the icky work. And or if you've had an idea that you'd like to put out there, but, you know, actually no one ever listened and you've done it in the way that you know, but, you know, no one actually is kind of tuned in to what your what your message is. Both of these moments totally suck. So, ladies, it's up to us to change this. Your dreams and your ideas are worth it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry to be all, you know, American style. <laughs> so at Grow Getters, we're here to help you structure your pitch to make sure your audience hears your voice. And unfortunately, if you have a startup or a business, you just will not be able to survive in the long term if you just can't pitch. So let's get into it. Uh, I absolutely agree, Tiffany. I mean, an idea is just an idea sitting there in the ether unless you go out and actually sell it and get it out there. So I agree with you 100%. Pitching is such a valuable skill that every single one of us needs to hone you know, not just the sales teams, not just your senior guys. This is such a crucial skill today because it's only when we actually step out and pitch our ideas that people will hear them, people will actually adopt them and and believe in our idea and believe in what our solution is. So the fact is that talented people with great ideas that can change lives might never be heard. Mm. And that's, it's a painful truth. And it's happening everywhere. Absolutely. So ladies, we are 100% there with you and committed to working on our pitch together. So there are different types of pitching formats that you can use this method with. The pitching method that we will share can be used to create your short one minute personal or business startup pitch. Those in the know, it's an elevator pitch Mm -hmm. in the startup world, (laughs) but I think a lot of people are familiar with this term. Yeah. The formula can also help you craft your own short intro to describe what your idea or company stands for and does. And this, of course, could even be placed on all of your company's social media profiles, on your website, on all of your marketing collateral, even printed out internally in your offices. Mm -hmm. And the formula can also help you craft a longer and more detailed idea, product or business pitch. So we would highly recommend sticking to either a three- five or seven minute pitch as these are the ideal time frames for someone to honestly listen and actually take in what you are saying. So let's make a pitch great. How do you do this? Tell a real story. When possible, open your pitch up by telling a real and authentic story that addresses the real problem that your product or service or business solves. 
Avoid using any buzzwords and bullshit bingo. Note, avoid the tech talk um, when you tell your story. Instead, use real customers if you have them and showcase real challenges. Keep it simple and realistic. And in the end, what people will remember after they walk away from you are the stories you tell. So it's important to have a few compelling customer stories ready to share. Share only the essentials. I've heard so many entrepreneurs deliver their pitch over these years as I've worked with many businesses and startups, also in different business accelerator programs, which are these organizations which bring in um, several startups for a period of time, so three to six months. And most of these first-time founders just rattle off facts like they're auctioning off their grandma's jewellery or antiques. (laughs) Just keep it simple and make sure you only share what's important for your listener to hear. If that's an investor, then focus on the business and monetary side of the story. If that's a customer, focus on the solution and the way you're going to alleviate their pain. And make sure your presentation is crystal clear to anyone and everyone. So if you can get someone who doesn't understand your business or concept to actually grasp what you're communicating, then you're prepared to give and deliver a really good pitch. So some of the worst pitches that we've seen have been filled with acronyms, tech speak and gobbledygook. So keep your pitch short, sweet and to the point. And please, please, please practice your pitch on someone outside of your company And ask them to repeat what they've heard and what they've learned and explain what they think you're actually selling and what your idea is about. Because this is really the true test to see if you are on the money with your pitch. Mm -hmm. Talk about yourself. I know it sounds a bit icky again, but it's important that your customer or investor see who the person behind the business is. Investors normally invest in people an idea second. And the same goes for customers. When people know the personal story behind an idea or concept, people will make an emotional connection to what you are doing and will want to support you. Don't be afraid to toot your own horn or the horn of your team and share what you've accomplished loud and proud. And tell us what you've done lately. By this, we mean that we recommend to share the successes and traction your team or product has had since you've started, if you're already up and running, that is. Mm-hmm. It surprises us just how frequently this is left out of pitches. So when we talk about investors, for example, they want to hear about your first customers. Other investments put into the company, including your own sweat equity, which is how much money you've already invested and will continue to invest. Any success you might have had in the media, signed letters of intent to purchase or partner with your company, other products and customer milestones, key hires if you were taking a team and so on. And show your goddamn product. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen, honestly, we've seen so many pictures where entrepreneurs don't actually show what their product is or what their business does. Oh, God. You know, it's all the vaporware stuff. For some businesses, showing their product is not easy to do, you know. Um, If your product is not built yet, show a mock-up. If it's an idea, show, you know, what your idea is going to be as a product. But don't beat around the bushes. Um, It's amazing what a visual representation of your product or your business can do for your overall effectiveness of your pitch. Absolutely. So, guys, here is the nine-step formula we have been promising you. We are going to make it as dynamic as we can so we don't bore you through the process, but we do encourage you to maybe stop and start this podcast from this point onwards to make note of the formula so you can use it after the episode. Let's start with number one, your one sentence. So start off with formulating one sentence to explain what you do for your customers. 
It can be a simple statement of what change you and your product are making in the world. And it might sound a little bit scary and grand to define this, but if you can actually own a key statement and really stand behind it, it's just going to make it easier for your customer to stand behind you too. Number two, what's the pain you're solving? What pain are you solving for your customer? And it can be, again, a simple sentence. What do you do to make people's lives better? You know, for them to be faster or more cost effective or save money or more efficient or happier or safer. What do you do to solve this problem? Do you know how many people need this problem to be solved? This is normally referred to as the market size. If you have this figure, then it's great. If not, a little bit of Googling can help you find stats on who might need this problem solved. And have you checked if these people will pay for this problem to be solved? This is a whole other topic, which we'll cover in a future episode, but a very, very important point. Number three, what is your product? So keep this as simple as possible. What does your product or service or idea do for your customers? How does it work? How have you tested it with customers? So while this is really important, be sure not to let the product completely dominate the pitch, but this is a really crucial and essential point. And as also we said before, make sure it's visual. Visualize what that product is. Number four, what's unique? Is it a technology that you've built or something uh, as a relationship you've built or is it a partnership that you have? What is that most unique thing that only you have? And this will also help you to set yourself up apart from your customers. How do you help your customers get the results differently? Show how you've researched the market and show that there's competition out there, but you're also separate to those competitors. Number five, your customer traction. Have you had any success with customers so far? Or are you up to having pilot customers at this point? Are you working with any major brands? Have you had any progression in terms of your users or downloads or followers? Have you got any reference quotes or testimonials from customers? Or have you had much PR coverage or media coverage? Any wins over the competition? Any data and facts from your customers to strengthen your case is really critical in illustrating what your customer traction is at this point and where you see it going. Number six, show us your business model. How do you get paid and how do you get the money in? What's the opportunity for growth? How can you scale beyond this little point or big point you're at right now? What's the current scope? So are there new industries or companies or territories or applications you can build or partnerships or new technology? Whatever it is, show us where you're going in the future. And number seven, got any investment? Have you invested any money into this idea yourself? Have you raised any money so far? And how much are you looking for right now? How many and what type of investor are you actually looking for? What expectations do you have from your investors? And what big things are you going to actually use this investment money for? What milestones are you going to reach with this money? Number eight, your team. What relevant experience does your team have that's going to support the story you're telling? Have you guys worked for any significant brands? Do you have any significant achievements? Have you had any significant successes that you can share? What is it that binds you together as people and as entrepreneurs, as friends, and actually as family? And finally, number nine, what is your end statement? So this is the final way you are wrapping up your pitch, and we strongly recommend to wrap it with a call to action. So finish that pitch strongly, ladies, with a clear request from your audience to take a specific action. 
What is the very first next step that you want from the people you're pitching to and why are you pitching to them? So really nail it right at that end statement, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So as Tanya said, that is our nine-step formula that we have used again and again with startups and customers and individuals that have helped them raise money and gain customers. It can be adapted in many ways. So if one of those nine steps is not relevant for you, then just delete it, take it out. Let's get this conversation online. If you have any questions on how to use this model, please reach out to us on FB on LinkedIn or Insta. We're super happy to answer your questions. So to finish off today's episode, we'd love to share an inspiring quote from Don Draper, Mad Men, if some of you have watched the series. And it's in reference to pitching. And he says, make it simple, but significant. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks so much for listening to the Art of the Pitch episode from Grow Getters podcast. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, rate and review us on iTunes or on Apple Podcasts. We'd love that. We'll continue to cover the latest tips, knowledge and hacks every Wednesday to help your business, brand and career grow. Speak to you next week. Ciao. Bye-bye.